Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for stopping by to listen to this podcast show, Mental Wellness for You. My name is Dr. Nicole Arcady, and I'm your mental wellness expert. I come to you with over 22 years in the field of social and behavioral sciences. This podcast was geared because I wanted to make sure to talk to my moms who are constantly working, doing various roles and tasks, and oftentimes forget to take care of our own mental health, to forget to put ourselves first and do those things that are necessary to ensure that we are able to handle the stressors of life. So in this podcast, you're gonna hear different interviews that I speak to various women and seeing what they have found to be helpful to help with their mental wellness. You're also gonna hear different topics and subject matters that are gonna be geared towards you all having mental wellness. So sit back, buckle up, and be ready for the experience of ensuring your mental wellness. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mental Wellness for You, Moms Matter Too. And we are now fast approaching the holiday season. We are in the month of November, and next week will actually be, or I should say when you listen to this, it'll be Thanksgiving week. And so oftentimes when we're talking about the holidays, it can spark some different types of emotions for individuals. It can be a time that's highly stressful, highly emotional, where it may not be all that fun. But there are ways to make sure we can manage that, that we can reduce some of the things that we may be feeling as far as the stress. So this episode, I'm going to talk mainly about how to exercise more of that thankful and gratefulness, right? How to manage, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, right? So these are going to be some tips and strategies on how to ensure your mental wellness during this holiday season of thankfulness. That's what Thanksgiving is all about, right? It's about a time that we come together with our family, our friends, or our loved ones, and we enjoy one another. We really are supposed to be reflective about the rest of the year that has gone by and what do we have to be thankful for? What do we have to be grateful for? Can we exercise some gratitude, right? Right. And so we are in these fall months where it is supposed to be chilly, but in California, it is still hot. How was it in the 70s in the middle of November? I still cannot understand that. Climate change is real, y'all. Climate change is real. But during this time, right, talking about Thanksgiving, this can be a time where many of us feel overwhelmed. We can feel stressed out. We can feel lonely, sad, and just plain burned out. Moms, we are always doing so much. So I understand and it's not too far of a stretch of the imagination to understand why we may feel burned out. I just had this conversation the other day. Part of what we do is um, I provide, I'm part of a team called the Soul Care Thursday um, team on my campus. And so we are actually, uh, we meet once a month and we provide, we talk about mental health or things that impact the mental health needs of faculty, staff, and students who are African-American because we know that we go through different things. And so we address the mental health needs of that group. So we bring them in a place where they can come, they can talk, and we can go over strategies and tips and so that they're not feeling alone. And so something that came out was 
just this overall theme of how as moms, we often put more on ourselves, right? We have this imaginary timeline that we're supposed to get something done by, or we have this checklist, right? That is supposed to be done to the specification of whatever we have in our head. And we put that pressure on ourselves and that can cause us to have a lot of stress, right? And so when we're talking about moving into these fall months, right, the days are getting shorter, it's getting darker earlier, and it's getting colder at night. It's time to look at how can we be reflective so that we can exercise more thankfulness and gratefulness. So I'm just going to give you some tips and just have a little conversation surrounding what are some tips for managing Thanksgiving so it so that you're not so overwhelmed, so that you're not so stressed out, right? And I'm going to talk about, because remember, we talk about different things that are impacting your mental wellness. So that's that's our physical health, right? That's also talking about spiritual health. It's talking about our mental health, our psycho, our social, emotional. Those are all aspects of things that we need to make sure that we're addressing. So I have a question for you all. Do you do everything on Thanksgiving? Right? I, I want to know. Send me, email me, Nicole at ArcadiWellness.com. So Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E at ArcadiWellness.com. You can even email me at Nicole at DrNicoleArcady.com. So Nicole at DrNicoleArcady.com. Either email addresses, I will receive it. How many of you actually do all the cooking for Thanksgiving? I hope that is not the majority of you because that's a lot of cooking that you have to do. I have a friend, she does the majority of the cooking. When she invites people over, they don't even bring side dishes. That's a lot of work and stress that you're putting on yourself when you're not spreading out that work, right, equitably between your family and your friends who are coming together. One of the things that I really enjoy about Thanksgiving, so what we do is um, we alternate Thanksgiving. So one year we spend it with my side of the family. The other year we spend it with my husband's side of the family. But what I enjoy is that everyone brings a dish, right? Because that helps to decrease the workload for the person who's hosting it. Because the person, if they're hosting at that house, that's already a lot of stress and a lot of work when you're hosting a function, right? You got to make sure your house is clean. You got to make sure you have all of the items. Even if you have someone slated, let's say you have a list of things of what everyone's going to bring, who's going to do what. But if you're hosting even if you didn't say you were going to have the utensils, guess what? You still have to make sure that you have utensils ready because the person who's supposed to bring those items, one, may be late and no one wants to sit around waiting for the plates and the utensils to get there because sister so-and-so or your brother, your cousin, or your uncle didn't come with what they were supposed to come with. So you still have to have some supply at your home of the items that are going to be needed. And typically what happens for those who are hosting they usually want to make sure they have the main dishes, right? Because we all know we have those family members who love to linger and take their sweet time. And so by the time they get there is dessert time. And I'm not trying to sit here and wait to eat my meal because I love to eat. I do. That's just the way that it is. And so what you want to make sure and do is not put so much pressure on yourself. So how... I don't want to say how many of you, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase it this way. When you create your menu, right, of what you want to have for Thanksgiving, do you then go through and divvy up who's going to do what, right? 
And how do you determine that? So if you know that one of your family members or your friends, however you have celebrating it, if you know that they're always notoriously late, you do not want to give them something that's important, right? So maybe you give them a beverage to bring, but you already know you gave two other people beverages to bring, right? So when they come with their beverage, it's not just going to add to it. It's not going to take away the fact that they're not there and the fact that they are late, right? So it's being able to divvy up, divide, I call it divide and conquer, right? Dividing up the different items that you're going to have people to bring over for Thanksgiving. And it's having realistic expectation of yourself and others, right? Once again, please, please, please don't put so much stress over on yourself. And I know I'm going to tell you this and you're still going to do it. Please don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself. There is no such thing as perfect, right? There is no, let me say that again for those in the back who did not hear. There is no such thing as perfect and perfection, right? You just want to make sure that you're going to have an enjoyable time. The others who are coming are having an enjoyable time and that you are going to be able to spend time with your loved ones and not be so overwhelmed and stressed because if you prepare so much that you're just overwhelmed and you just are dead on your feet, by the time Thanksgiving comes, you're probably going to be asleep on the couch, right? Or in the chair, able to enjoy the festivities, not even able to enjoy sitting around talking with your family and your friends, because for the most part, we typically don't see a lot of these people on an everyday basis, right? So these are friends or family members that we may not get to see often. So when we do get together, it's a good time. You want to be able to go over what's been happening in your lives, seeing what they want to do, talking about the future, just really just having a good time engaging right with your friends and your family i enjoy that time because it's not often uh, other than the holidays when all of us right my siblings my cousins my aunts all different people you know we get together and we can really enjoy the time that we have what have i got what have i been saying to you guys since 2020 life is for the living so live that is one of my models my takeaway from 2020 So I am thoroughly a believer in making sure that you don't put any undue pressure and stress on yourself. You're like, well, okay, Dr. Nicole, well, how do I do that? Well, I've been talking about it a little bit. One is having realistic expectations of yourself. What can you do? What can you commit to doing? What do you want to do? Just because you can do something doesn't mean that you have to do it. Let me say that again for those who didn't hear. Just because you can do something does not mean that you have to do it. You may be good at it, but that doesn't mean you have to take on that task and be the sole person responsible for doing it. So you need to look at what are all the things that you already have outlined that you're required to do or you're responsible for, you've committed to doing, right? So look at that and see what you can and can't do. Well, you may have to take some things off your plate, right? The other thing is not shooting for perfection. I love the good enough model. I've spoken about this before. The good enough model is, you know what? I would love to have three different turkeys, right? I love to have a deep fried turkey, a baked turkey, or whatever other kind of turkey, tur- turducky, fur turkey, whatever they call it. No, don't say no fur turkey, but you know what I mean. But having one turkey is good enough, right? Or maybe having two turkeys are good enough. Having, you know, three side dishes is good enough. We're not going to have six side dishes, right? So you want to be realistic of your expectation, not overwhelming yourself, right? Making a list out of what needs to get done, that's definitely helpful. 
I love, love, love my list. I am a to-do list person because I am action-oriented, task-oriented individual. And so, as you all know, that's, that's what, that's how I developed my scattered brain no more strategy notebook because I found when I was working with my clients and mo the majority of my clients were women was they just had so much in their head, just, just cluttered thoughts that it was making it difficult to accomplish and get things done. So I said, okay, well, the things that I was doing in session, I thought, well, how can I create, create something that's going to be helpful to more people? And so that's how I came up with my scattered brain, no more strategy notebook where you can go through, do a brain dump, a mind dump, put all the things on there you have to get done and you can check them off. But not only that, there's a nice affirming statement on there. Two different ones on each page is different. That's going to help to keep you motivated. So making sure you're checking things off of your list so that you can make sure that it's completed. And I tell you, I feel great, like a sigh of relief <sighs> once I check off my list. But that's just me. I am a checker. I am a person that loves to check these things off. That may not be you, right? And so that's okay if it's not you. But some things you want to make sure that you're doing is just the biggest thing is having realistic expectation of yourself and of others. As I mentioned before, if you know that one of the family members, they're just not responsible or reliable, do not, I repeat, do not give them anything of significance to bring because you're going to be sorely upset with them and yourself when they don't come through. And you would have nobody else to really be to, to, to blame but yourself because you knew that such and such was not a person that you could depend on. So don't depend on them, right? You give them something more small or menial kind of a task that you don't really have to worry about if they show up late or if they don't follow through. Because we know we all have those that say, oh, I forgot or, you know, what had happened was or I was planning on doing and you're sitting there going planning on doing Well, now we're sitting here with no cups and we got all these drinks, but how are we going to drink them, right? So making sure you have realistic, realistic expectations of others. Now I'm going to give you some basic wellness tips for Thanksgiving. So one, plan a balanced meal. I don't know about you, but I remember one time when we were having Thanksgiving, I can't say, I can't recall where it was at, but I know we had a whole lot of carbs. I mean, just a plethora of carbs and maybe only one vegetable, right? So we were comatose by the end of that night. So incorporate a variety of healthy and flavorful dishes into your menu. Making sure you have those veggies, have whole grain, some lean protein, right? And you want to limit the excessive amounts of unhealthy fats and sugar. I can definitely tell you, I have been telling my husband that sugar is like the devil. I say sugar is worse than crack. Now, I haven't tried crack, but I have tried sugar. And I tell you, it is hard. We went, I, I think I mentioned this before, I did a non-sugar. My husband and I stopped eating sugar. And I had been doing well for the past couple of months. Man, then the Halloween came around, all this candy around me. And I resumed eating my candy. And I got to tell you, I feel more sluggish. I feel it in the morning time. So I'm going to have to go on a detox again from sugar. Because when I didn't have all that sugar in my body, I felt so alert. I was able to manage things well. I find myself a little bit more snappy at work right now. I'm less tolerant. And that's because I got too much doggone sugar in my body. So I got to detox that. Have portion control. You want to be mindful of the portion sizes that you're using. Just because you have a big, huge plate does not mean you need to fill that plate up. So you want to be mindful of what you're putting on your plate. 
you can still enjoy the, the favorite dishes that you love to eat without overdoing it. Listen to your body, right? Your body's going to let you know if you are hungry so you can avoid overeating. The other one is, this is one too that's key, staying hydrated. Stay hydrated because what can happen is oftentimes we may think we're hungry, but we're really thirsty and we haven't given our body enough water that it's needing, right? The more, if you drink sodas, every soda you drink, you have to drink at least two glasses of water to replenish, right? One to get rid of and one to go back on top, right? To be in the positive. So you really want to be mindful of what you're drinking. You got to drink enough water throughout the day. I know you're going to get busy, right? Because you're moving and shaking and doing all these things. If you're the one planning to do things at your house, even if you're not the one that is organizing it at your home, but you're going to be going to a family's home, right? That takes time also because you got to get everything together, pack the kids up, make sure they have all their stuff, make sure you have what you need because depending on where you're at, you may be far away and you may not have time to just circle back around home if you forgot something. So when we get busy, one of the things we can often forget to do, moms, is drink our water. I got this water bottle. I was looking for it. I just left it left it in the other room. But I have this water bottle that I got from um, TikTok. I don't know if I shared this with you all. And it is amazing. It is, uh, I think, over 64 ounces. Oh, I should have had it right here in front of me. But I know it's over 64 ounces. It's a big, huge water bottle. And it has different markers. Like it says, uh, starting at the very top, it'll say, you know, 9 o'clock, this is where you should be drinking it. And it has 11 o'clock. So it goes all the way down to the bottom. So you have that the whole day. And you have drank, you know, at least the portion of the amount of water you're supposed to. So I think it's about 84 ounces or so. So you want to make sure that you're staying hydrated because hydration is essential for your overall well-being. Now, this other one is it can be difficult if you haven't done this before. And that is practice mindful eating. That can be hard because especially if you're hungry, if you waited all day because you didn't want to eat breakfast because you were waiting and savoring your mouth is just drooling for that dinner, right, for Thanksgiving meal, then you may be hungry and you tend to eat really quickly and not really savor your food, not chewing your food up like you need to. So this is something that is going to take some practice. When you are practicing mindful eating, that means just slow down. You're going to savor each bite. Eating mindfully can help you fully enjoy your meal and it helps you to recognize when you're feeling satisfied. When you pay attention to the flavors, the textures, the aroma of the food, you will find that you eat less. So that means when you put something in your mouth, let's say you take a spoonful, you put it in your mouth, you can close your eyes, you chew slowly, you, see, you ask yourself, what is this flavor I'm tasting? What does it feel like? What does it smell like, right? As you chew it, and you want to make sure you're chewing it with enough time to swallow. Because I don't know about you, but I've, I have found when I'm hungry, I tend to chew faster. And then I gulp it down and almost get stuck in my doggone throat, right? So that tells me I didn't chew up my food enough in order for it to smoothly go down my throat. So make sure that you are practicing mindful eating. The other thing is to prioritize physical health, right? You can, well, one, well, one I'm going to say this because I know oftentimes we're busy before, but then after we eat, we tend to kind of laze around, right? Like a roly polioli, that's what I say, because we just laid out and, you know, just feeling feeling real good with that food. But 
to prioritize physical health, you just incorporate it into that day. Take a walk after you eat, right? Play some outdoor games with the family and the friends. Do something where you're engaging in any kind of form of exercise you enjoy. How about my family? We like doing this. I did this with the kids one Christmas. Um, what's that? What is that called? Oh, I can't even. Twister. Break out the Twister game. Man, that game is going to have you laughing. And when you're laughing, you know you're burning calories also using those abs or stomach muscles. You're going to be twisting and turning and trying to get on those circle dots. That's a great game. Play a little bit of flag football, right? Or just throwing the ball around outside. Play a little bit of soccer. Whatever. Go on a walk. Play some tag. When was the last time you played tag as an adult? We know as kids, but when's the last time you did that? Right? Maybe do a little musical chair. I don't know. Do something. And it can be fun when you're doing that just to get some physical activity. The other one is you know, Some of you might not like what I'm about to say. This may be like a little hot button topic here, but be mindful of the amount of alcohol that you consume, right? Just, you know, if you choose to drink, do it in moderation. Nobody wants a sloppy drunk person at the doggone dinner table, right? We don't want to hear about, oh my God, how come you don't love me? You know what happened. Oh my God. No one wants to hear that. We don't. We want to come together, enjoy one another, be thankful for the time we have. And we want to do that with a clear and sober mind, right? So you want to just be mindful of, of drinking in moderation because what happens is excessive alcohol intake has a negative impact on your health and your well-being. And if you're not staying hydrated with water, right, when you're drinking the alcoholic beverages, it actually takes away and it can make you feel a little bit more, well, one, dehydrated, but it can also have a more higher impact on your mood as well because you haven't been drinking enough water, right? So staying hydrated, and if you're staying hydrated, you can think about some other alternative alcoholic drinks or beverages that you may like to do. Now, I'm not telling you can't have your alcohol. I'm just saying, right, we're just talking about some wellness tips. It's just do everything in moderation, right? And then this last tip is prioritize your sleep. You all know I love my sleep. I tell you, what's my saying? Naps are delicious. I take my naps. I didn't even get to take a nap today because I was in meetings from 9 a.m. all the way to 4.20, back to back to back. So prioritizing your sleep is very important. Getting enough rest is crucial for your overall wellness. You need to make sure that you aim for a good night's sleep before, right, and after Thanksgiving. So make sure you're keeping your energy levels up, and that's going to help support your immune system, right? So if you are staying up all night the day before because you're trying to cram and get all this food and get all these things together, guess what? When the day comes, you're barely going to be able to stand up and be coherent to enjoy anything because you're too exhausted because you stayed up so late, right? And what have I said before? We need as adults typically, now I'm saying typically because there are all those outliers, right? But typically we need at least seven to seven and a half hours of sleep a night right? Seven to seven and a half hours of sleep per night. So those are just some quick tips I wanted to go over on how to manage, right? Thanksgiving, how to manage and make sure you're enhancing and ensuring your mental wellness. And so I'm going to briefly just overview, right? Go over those few tips that I just gave right now with some wellness tips for Thanksgiving. One was plan a balanced meal, right? So making sure you're incorporating a healthy variety 
of different food options. The other one was having portion control, right? Being mindful of your portion sizing, sizes, staying hydrated. So don't forget that you need to drink enough water for that day. And then the other one was practice mindful eating. Slow down when you start to eat. Chew your food. Savor each bite. The other was prioritize your physical activity. So get some movement in there, right? After you've eaten, even before you've eaten. The other one was be mindful of your alcohol consumption, right? So making sure that you are drinking in moderation. I would also throw in some uh, with that alcohol consumption in moderation. Also your sugary drinks, right? So if you tend to drink sodas and juices and all that, look at that sugar intake, right? Look at the sugar um the, the the grams of sugar per can or per bottle. So you want to be mindful of that too because drinking a lot of juices, carbonated, you know, sodas that can definitely add and make you feel more sluggish as the night wears on. And then that last one was prioritize your sleep, making sure that you're getting adequate amount of sleep before and after Thanksgiving, right? So those are just some simple wellness tips and I just can't stress enough being realistic with your expectations of yourself and of others. And remember, it does not have to be perfect. Perfection is a myth. It is not something we should try to strive to be because there's no such thing as being perfect. There's always going to be some error and there are going to be ways that can be enhanced or there's going to be things that may not work out the way that you want. And that's okay. This is a time when we think about Thanksgiving. What do you have to be thankful for? I'm very thankful for the opportunity to spend time with my siblings, right? With losing assembly, I'm very mindful of that and, and grateful for the opportunity that I have when we get to come together, right? My family, they're all coming out this Thanksgiving. We're going to be celebrating it at my parents' house. And so I have my siblings flying in. I have aunts. I have cousins. You know, they're all flying in. So we're having this big festivity. You know, we're going to have jumpers out there. We have big old um, tarps and, and um, what are those things called? Not tarps, but uh, I can't even think of it right now, but it's the tents. My good Lord, I can't even think of it. Big tents and everything and slides, jumpers and just all these things. And I'm going to be in the jumper too, because we're going to have them for adults as well. But we're going to, you know, just spend time enjoying one another. I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity. I'm grateful for my job that I get to do something that I have always loved to do, which is teaching, which is education, which is helping others understand mental wellness, social work, behavioral health. Right. I love that opportunity. I have a great team that I'm working with. We're going through a lot of revamping in my department. And I am just so excited because I think we're on a great, a great um, path and what we're doing. We all respect one another. We work well together. So I'm very grateful for that. Right. And like I say, attitude, right, helps to change and, and leads towards that gratitude. So gratitude, gratefulness and thankfulness is where we need to all be stemming to be and so if you're finding that you know I'm feeling maybe you're feeling a little bit more sad this holiday season maybe you're missing some family members that this is the first year that they're not going to be present right during your festivities or during this time that you guys get together that's okay acknowledge it right sit with those feelings process it see how you know it's okay with however you're feeling but it's when we suppress it and try not to address it that it can cause the most distress, right? This may be the time that you need to seek a mental health professional so that you can help and go over more of what may be going on if you're finding yourself having a little bit more sadness than you normally would do, right? Because the holidays can also be a time that causes that sadness when we are missing our loved ones. I'm going to say, you know, journaling is a great way 
of journaling how you're feeling so you can identify, right? And being able to acknowledge, identify what those feelings are so that you can process them, right? The AIP method that I talk about in my Cage No More book, right? Acknowledge, identify, and process. And that's the way that we help to address those sad moves or when we're going through emotional distress or any kind of situational distress that we may find ourselves in. Well, this is it, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving that you eat all that turkey or chicken if you eat chicken on Thanksgiving, but I'm going to eat me some turkey. And I like the turkey when it's juicy too. Not the dry turkey, but I like the juicy turkey. So I hope you guys all enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And just take some time for yourself. Remember that your mental wellness is so very important. And it's so important that you are focusing on the things that are going to help keep you centered, balanced, and just in the right frame of mind. Well, this has been another episode of Mental Wellness for You. Moms Matter too, with your host, me, Dr. Nicole L. Arcady. And why is it so very important for me to talk about and for you to know about mental wellness? Well, that's just simple because you matter too. Ta-ta for now, everyone, and have a fantastic rest of your week.